0: Hello everybody and welcome back to What The Hall. My name is Cassie and you are listening to another episode of Let's Talk Movies Christmas Edition. So we are well into the Christmas movies on Hallmark. Um, Thanksgiving has come and I thought I would pull out some of my favorite, um, Christmas movies um obviously <laughs> but um so i have one of my like absolute favorite christmas movies actually they're all pretty much my absolute favorite christmas one of my top favorites um one is like one from my like childhood favorites like that we used to watch as kids with my parents um so that one will be fun to talk about might not be one anybody's heard of and that's okay um so the movies I plan to talk about are called um on the second day of Christmas love at the Christmas table a hobo's Christmas and holiday in handcuffs So, I'm just going to start off with, on the second day of Christmas, I'm going to read the synopsis real quick. Uh, After they're caught in the act, a buy the book department store security guard is assigned as the custodian of a pickpocketing duo. So, it doesn't give you a whole lot of information, but, um, this one is pretty old, to be honest. Um it has Mark Ruffalo in it and Mary Stuart Masterson. It's so good. It is 1997. It's pretty old. <laughs> um so basically this mom is struggling and she's trying to give her daughter a good Christmas and a good life basically. And um but she's, she's having a hard time. And she, I feel like, okay, so it has been a while since I've seen this, but so I feel like it was her ex-boyfriend that kind of got her into this, or they kind of worked together or whatever. But the pickpocketing thing was kind of something he would make her and her daughter do. So basically she taught her daughter how, to pick pockets and, or, um, make distractions, stuff like that. And so Mark Ruffalo's character catches her doing it at a department store, but since it's, like, right before Christmas, they can't, um, do anything about it yet, so he has to, like, keep an eye on her until, I don't know, the boss of the department store or whatever can make a decision on what he wants, if he wants to, like, press charge or something. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like that. Don't quote me on this. I might be a little off on my facts. But, um, so he winds up, like, taking her with him because he was supposed to go home for Christmas. And so he winds up taking her and her daughter with him and pretends that they're together. And, um... Kind of hides the fact that, you know, she's a pickpocket and everything. (laughs) And um, his whole family are cops. Like, that is what he wants to do for a job, but he hasn't passed the police academy exam. And so that's why he is a security guard at the department store. And he winds up like, falling for the mom, um, and even loving the daughter because she's super sweet, and he winds up, like, understanding why they do what they do, which doesn't make it right, but he kind of understands, and yeah, it's a really cute movie. Um, like I said, I haven't watched it for a while. I did just buy it. Last year or two years ago for Christmas, um to watch at Christmas time, and then I ended up not even watching it, so I'm actually gonna watch it really soon, like I'm really excited to watch it. Yes, I should have been a little more prepared and watched it before I did this, but you know me, I am terrible. I'm like the last I do everything last minute, everything backwards, nothing makes sense, like super late on getting this one recorded. And, like, sent, put up on our online, you know what I mean? Typical me, like, seriously. But, um. so, yeah, I actually have not watched it yet this year, but I'm really excited to watch it. I remember watching it um when I was younger. It used to be, on, I think it used to be on Lifetime. And, man, it was just so good. I remember being excited to watch it every year. So, um, my, I'm not even going to score my movies this year, or for this episode, actually, because they're all going to be a five for overall, because they are some of my absolute favorites. They're all going to be like a five. Um, they're all pretty much Hallmark in the realm of Hallmark, you know, as appropriateness. And there's, like, no spice to any of them. So (laughs) I'm not really even going to rate them all. Just know that that's kind of a general rating for all of them. Um, But I, especially if you're a Mark Ruffalo fan, like, I really think you'd like it. And um, so I definitely think giving that one a chance. My next one I'm going to talk about, so good. It is called Love at the Christmas Table. So,, um, I'm going to read the synopsis. Family friends Sam and Cat spend every Christmas Eve at the Christmas at the children's table. They grow up together sharing the highs and lows of young adulthood. And at 30, Sam realizes that cat is the one, but he's afraid that the past will get in the way. This one's a little older. It is 2012. It was also on Lifetime where I watched this one. Um, and it, it has Danica McKellar and Dustin Milligan in it. They are so good together. And this is... I should have looked this up also, but I'm pretty sure this is like one of her first um, Christmas movies that she did. Uh, it's not Hallmark even, you know, but it is so good. They are so... They're so good together. So basically it starts at the beginning. They're like four or five years old. And, um, their dads start a, um, business where they make furniture, like, out of wood, you know, like, real good quality wood furniture type thing. And, um, they make this, uh, table and they bring it to, um this lady's house who has Christmas for them every year, and her name is E.B., and she's, like, really good friends with everyone, and she's played by Leah Thompson, so that's another plus. And so the kids end up, like, coloring under the table together. You know, that's just where it started, because they were so young. And then it goes like different ages throughout the years. So like the next one, they're like 10 or something. And then the next one, they're 15, you know, something like that. And so you kind of watch them grow up together and they do, they spend a lot of time at or under when they're younger, they're under the table and at the table as they grow up. And even though they get older they're still so goofy together that they don't want to leave the children's table. So they're, like, two adults sitting at this children's table because it's special for them. And along the way, both of them basically start to fall for each other, but it's, like, always at the wrong time or, like, Sam moves away when he goes to college, he moves away and Kat always stays there. So they're never, they're only literally together at Christmas time. And so they don't get to see much of each other and stuff, but at, there's a time that they try to make it work and it just doesn't work. But, um, yeah, it's, it's so good. Um, me and, uh, my friend Sonny, love this one. Maria does not love this one, but, um, me and Sunny used to watch it on Lifetime when we were younger, and then we would, like, talk to each other about it on the phone (laughs) back before, back before either of us had cell phones, but, oh, and then I remember, I remember watching it And, like, back before DVR was a thing also. Or maybe it was a thing and we just didn't have it. I don't remember. But I remember, like, Lifetime didn't have a ton of movies on. So it was on probably weekly, at least, like, the first or second year it came out. And I would watch it every time it was on because I loved it so much. And there are some scenes in there that are my favorite. So there's this one scene... Where Kat she broke up with her boyfriend and he ends up proposing to another girl and so on Christmas they're um at the par- or they're at the house, they're at EB's house, and she's pretty upset because this guy's also there because they work together. And he's just bragging about how he proposed to this girl and all this stuff. So Sam ends up coming home. And he wasn't planning on coming home for this Christmas. But he does just for Kat to cheer her up. And he ends up, like, putting this Christmas song on and dancing with her in front of everybody. And then everybody joins in and starts dancing. Like, it is the sweetest thing. I love him so much. (laughs) It is so cute. Um, But yeah, it's just a really, really fun movie. Um, And yeah, and to see their growth over the years and how much they care about each other. And so I know some people don't like those type of movies because it's not like, a continuation from one day, you know, it's not like in a two-week period. It is over like a course of 20 years, you know, so I don't know. I mean, I guess you gotta, you gotta give it a try, but I I mean, I understand if there are some people that don't love it, but me and Sunny, we talk about it all the time, how much we love it. Maria's just like, uh, (laughs) so... That is how it is. So my next movie is called A Hobo's Christmas. This one is very special. It was from, it was made in 87. So it's quite old. I'm not going to lie. So the synopsis for it says, A hobo hops a freight train to Salt Lake City to be with his estranged son and grandchildren after realizing that he doesn't have many Christmases left. Um... This one has like Gerald McRaney in it and Wendy Cruson. I mean it's so good. So, um like it said, this man he is a hobo. He tra- he hops from train to train um living the hobo's life. I don't I don't know how else to explain it. Um and then, one year at Christmas, he decides it's time to go home. so he left his son and wife, I think when they when his son was young and so I think he's seen his son a few times here and there throughout the years because now his son is in his forties or thirties or forties, you know, but his son just pretty much doesn't want anything to do with him, so he his grandchildren don't really know him. So he decides he wants to make things right and spend Christmas with his family. And, um, his son is kind of not all for it and kind of trying to push him away, expecting him to leave anyways. And the kids want their grandpa to stay really bad. And so, um, He ends up, his son lets him stay. There's a lot of, you know, a lot there between them that they have to resolve. And, you know, they end up working through it. But he makes Christmas fun for the kids. And he does a lot of different things than what they're used to because of the way he lives. His life is so different from how they live theirs. And so it's just a really cute movie. It holds, like, a special place in my heart and I know, like, my siblings' hearts because we used, this used to be, like, the type of movie that was on, like, CBS um, once a year. Like, around Christmas time, they'd have, like, two or three movies on, if you remember when they used to have, like, movies on, like, Saturday or Sunday nights, And around Christmas time, they had, like, two or or three or four or something like that different ones on. And this is one of the ones that they would play. And it was, like, every year. Like, I don't... It was for a while. We used to watch it every year for a while. And I don't know why they never just, like, made more movies, but it was always the same movies we would watch. And, like, it was probably... Other ones were, like, Frosty the Snowman and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, that type of stuff. But there was another one that we always watched called Christmas Comes to Willow Creek. And that was another one I considered talking about, but I love that one also. Um, that one, um, is really good. And if you were a Dukes of Hazzard fan, you'd enjoy it. Um, but... Yeah, we used to watch, so we used to watch this as a family, um, back when you used to record things on VCR, like, we, we recorded this one, um, uh, and then we, if, so then when it stopped being on CBS, we would just watch, bring out our recording and watch it, like, it was, I don't know, you can buy this one, I know, on Amazon, Um, But last year I watched it on Amazon Prime for free. So it was free on Amazon Prime um, if you want to search for it. I can't guarantee it's still there, but I'm going to assume it is. Um, But it's definitely an older movie. So, I mean, take it with a grain of salt whether you want to watch it or not. But it's really cute. It's very heartwarming it's definitely a different time, um, and stuff. So it's, it's really, it's a really good movie. So I suggest giving it a try. Um, and my last one I want to talk about is Holiday in Handcuffs. Um, this one was made in 2006. It was on ABC family, has Melissa Joan Hart and Mario Lopez in it. So funny. Uh, the synopsis is a struggling artist working as a waitress kidnaps one of her customers to bring home and need her parents at Christmas. So basically she's having the worst day ever. She decides before in the morning before work that she's going to perm her hair. Um she has on her outfit she's going to wear for the day and she spills food on it so she has to change. Her mom, she talks to her mom on the phone, and her mom wants her to wear her Christmas dress, which is this really not cute pink dress. And so she ends up wearing it. She ends up leaving her hair in for too long, and she gets these really super tight curls, and they just look, it looks so funny. It's so good. And so she's got an interview in the morning before her before she goes to work and her dad set this interview up and she ends up like failing miserably at it. She doesn't get there on time. And then (laughs) it's so funny. Oh my goodness. And Melissa Joan Hart is just perfect in this role. Like, and this is the movie that started her and Mario Lopez like working together for multiple movies. So if you are a fan of the two of them, because she, after this one, they did, um, well, um, what's that? Uh, they did that toy store one. Well, I forget the name of it. And then he did one like last year or the year before. <clears throat> it was like Felice Navidad, Navidad, something like that. And she like, I think she directed it. But she also, like, made a little bit of an appearance in it, which is funny. And then I think they worked together on one this year. Like, I don't know if she directed it or produced it or something like that. So if you're a fan of those two, like me, because I pay attention to all that stuff, like, this one is so good. And so basically, she's had this terrible, terrible day. And she gets to work, and her boyfriend, who's supposed to be coming home with her for Christmas, shows up and dumps her. And she gets all upset, and not because he dumped her, but because now she won't have him to take home to meet her family. Because she just feels very out of place amongst her family. And she was hoping that he would help that. (laughs) So then she has, like, this... Moment of like a nervous breakdown. Basically, the diner that she works at, the guy that owns it, has like a gun sitting out and she grabs it and she ends up kidnapping Mario Lopez's character from the restaurant. And, um, <laughs> so. I haven't even watched it this year yet, and I can't stop laughing about something that I'm not actually watching. So she takes him outside and put him in the car, and he slips. He tries to, like, attack her, and he slips on ice. Oh, it's so funny. And then she she gets him in the car, and she um, puts pink furry handcuffs on him, No, no. She ties him up in pantyhose first. And then she goes to a gas station. And this old man at the gas station thinks she's pretty. (laughs) And he wants to pump her gas for her in her car. And he goes out there and sees Mario Lopez in the car. (laughs) And she makes up a story about this wild weekend her and her boyfriend are having. So the old man comes out with pink furry handcuffs as a gift for. Her. Oh, it is. So, the old man is so funny. Uh, I just love it. And then she goes home. So her parents rented this cabin, and then like this secluded cabin, basically. <laughs> And so, really, the setting for a kidnapping is perfect. And she convinces her family that, um, David, I think his name is David. (laughs) He has two names because she tells everybody his name is one thing, but his name is really not. I'm pretty sure David is his real name. She tells him that he, um when he's in an uncomfortable situation, he makes jokes about how he's been kidnapped. (laughs) And her family believes it. And so when he comes in the house, he's like, I'm going to end this right now. And he goes in and he tells them that their crazy daughter kidnapped him. They all start laughing. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it is so funny. And then... So eventually he stops fighting it because he realizes he's stuck there and because he tries to leave in the middle of the night and he doesn't get anywhere because they're way out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and um, so he decides to play along until he can get back home and him and her end up having a lot of fun together. <laughs> they're just like, they're also very competitive, my goodness, and they, yeah, they just have a lot of fun together. Um, her family is—they're—they're they're a little crazy, but they're a lot of fun too. And he ends up really liking them, um, and it's just a really, really funny movie. Um, I just die laughing all the time. There's this one scene at the beginning, in the, when they're in the car. And she points the gun at him because he's talking about how he's going to overtake her and escape. And she's like, oh, yeah, unless you slip on the ice and hit your head first or I shoot you. And she pulls out the gun on him and he's like, "Eh, come on, you're not really going to shoot me with that thing, are you? (laughs) There's like a skunk on the road and she like swerves the car to avoid it. And she ends up... the gun like in between his legs and his scream is so funny. Oh my gosh I just love it. It It's so funny. Me and Maria should literally watch this movie and talk about it sometime because I'm just laughing like crying laughing to myself right now like an idiot but if Maria watched it, I really think she'd love it. And I think we would just die laughing the whole episode. We should really talk about this movie sometime. Uh, but I'm going to stop talking about it because I could go on and on about it for way too long. This is probably a really short episode. Um, it's very last minute because I'm awful at getting things accomplished. There's just a lot going on right now. Maria was like do you want to take this week off for Thanksgiving? And I said, oh, no, I have time. I can do it. I do not have time. Like, I do not know what I was thinking. I have zero time. Technically, we had three days off for school for Thanksgiving break, plus two days. So I had five days off, but I still, nope, I didn't have time for this. Granted, I only had the two days before this was supposed to be posted, but no, I (laughs) did not have time. Like what was I thinking? But it's all right. I get it done. It'll be up a little late, but that's all right. Um, I hope you guys understand. Um, so yeah, that, that is that, um, be sure to listen to all our Christmas episodes that we've got going on this. I know we we mentioned this in one of our other episodes, but we kind of decided this year because we are so busy and because Maria's not traveling up here as much that we were going to do one episode a week during December instead of two like we did last year. So I hope that's, you know, that's all right. No big deal. But, um... Be sure to check us out on Instagram, Twitter. Um and I hope you are all having a great Thanksgiving weekend and uh getting ready for the Christmas season. Like I am so much to do and I and then I procrastinate because I'm terrible <laughs> terrible, but um yeah. I hope you have a Merry Christmas, and I will talk or talk on the next episode, I guess, if that makes any sense. I should just quit these, but, like, here I am still rambling on. Okay, bye.